the Everything and Anything in a Bit Gay podcast, hosted by me, Zach Randles Friedman. I'm really excited to launch this podcast. I've done podcasts uh, for a previous company. It was an internal podcast only. I've worked on podcasts and on video and digital communications for over 20 years. And now I thought, why not just try this myself? So here I am. And what other guest would I have other than my husband that I have been with for 25 years? So welcome, Andrew Randalls Friedman. Thank you, Zach. And, and congratulations on the launch of this new podcast. I'm excited to be here and see where this goes. Awesome. So our first episode is going to be focused on our 25-year relationship. So 25 years nowadays in a straight or gay relationship are not as common as they used to be. Divorce rate's high. People break up, people don't make it. And in the gay world, it's even more, I think. I think it's even more difficult to stay together for so long. Um, But we have been fortunate enough to celebrate 25 years in September. And we got married in 2007, 2007 in June, out in Provincetown when it was only legal to get married in Massachusetts and not federally. So that's 16 years, wedding anniversary, 25 years of since we've met and had our first date. Right. And we use the first time we met as our anniversary date. That's what we celebrate. Because sometimes I can never remember our actual wedding (laughs) dates. And I can barely remember all the different dates. We also have a date, and I don't remember what it is, of... Domestic... of our, when we got, quote-unquote, domesticated in New York City, we have yeah. a date somewhere at, back out there when we first bought rings, when we took a trip to Miami and got some bling. Um, I think that's all the dates. So the rings, when we got domesticated, when we met, first met, and our official wedding at Pilgrim Monument in Provincetown soon after Massachusetts uh, Pilgrim's Landing. gay marriage, yes, where the Pilgrims first landed in Provincetown, Massachusetts. Yep. So let's talk about how we met. Sure. You want to tell the story? Sure, I'll tell the story. It's a great story. So it was, uh, it was at the turn of the century, and it was 1998. The streets were littered with uh, AOL CDs, if you remember those times. America Online, to be exact, and there was a blockbuster on every corner. I was living at at 85th and Lexington in a small, tiny studio, and I was online on AOL one night looking to hook up. And back in those days, it was before Grindr and before Scruff, before Tinder. It was a a place where uh, gay people could meet. Or straight people. Yep, or straight people. And there were plenty. They had these things called chat rooms. And they had public chat rooms. And then you could even make up your own uh, private chat rooms as well. And the public chat rooms uh, were, it was called NYCM4M, or Man for Man. And there was one in every major city, or they were statewide. Yep. And in our case because new york has so so many gay men this was a new york city man for man room it could have been even ues upper east side number 15 number 15 cuz there were so many gay people out there looking and cruising as they say online and so uh zach and i met through the AOL, it was probably because we live so close to each other both on the upper east side we met 
we consummated our relationship on that first yep. night. There was a match, and uh, and we continued to see each other and had some official dates after it. We had our one of our first dates was we watched the Titanic at in Zach's studio apartment. Yep, we had dinners and sushi together. But our first official official date was to go see something about Mary. Oh, yeah, something about Mary, a good body I, comedy. I just moved from Miami in July. We met in September, and something we got Mary came out, and then we went to go see that because it was filmed in Miami, and it was just kind of a good, fun first date. That's right. It was That was on the Upper East Side, 86, and Lexington is, was, was where there was a major subway station, so yep. it was a really highly trafficked area. There were great restaurants up there. Um, as well as that movie theater, I remember. So we met, and um, we w- ended up going on a couple of dates. That day after he left, I did not have a cell phone because I couldn't afford it because I was lo- making $35,000 a year living in New York City. Where, where was I le- You said I left. Where was I leaving? You were leaving my apartment. Oh, okay. Because you, you spent the night. Yeah. The first night, you came over. And just an interesting thing that I'll say is that you came over... And uh, I opened the door, which was kind of crazy. Like, who would do that now? I guess <laughs> I guess people still do do that now. And uh, I knew right then that we were going to be together. Wow. And I called my friend Gina, who lived in New York, and I said, oh, my God, I think I met the guy I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. She goes, yeah, right. You move to New York. You get a job. You find an apartment. And one day, you move up here. Now you met the person you're going to be with for the rest of your life. She goes, Right. So little did she know, 25 years later. Little did she know, but you knew. And uh, so we met, went on dates, had a great time. Uh, I think the first time I went to your apartment, I said, oh, why don't we clean? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, back in that day, I had a one-room studio, and really, literally, one room. Everything in the one room, of course, except for the restroom. And it definitely, things would start to... Pile up. New York Times for yeah. like the last year. Yeah, I don't think it was the last year, but there was a yeah. lot of newspapers around and bottles and things. And and uh, I think I remember it. I kind of, oh, no, no, you're right. You offered, I offered. to help straighten up in the nicest way possible, I remember. And then um, I, had, I, fe- I remember how nice and natural it felt that we were both kind of sitting there doing this like little domestication Thing, and it just felt really easy and natural, and we were joking around and um, really getting along. And it wasn't even like a date, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't what you would consider a date, but it was a date. But there was no kind of pressure or anything nope. like that. We were just felt very comfortable with each other. And then we uh, continued going on dates, and then I think we, w- your parents would took you to this place called Claire's or Chelsea Lobster yes, House. Yes, Claire's. It was called. It, the original name was Claire's. Right? What? What was it? Right down on. It was where Elmo is now. Yeah, and what is that? Ninth, the ninth, 19th, ninth Avenue and Nineteenth or something. Eighth Avenue, 8th? maybe. Yeah, something and 19th, like that. Yeah. There's that Irish bar that's probably still there in the corner. Sherry, our good friend Sherry G, lives right in that neighborhood now. So it was called Claire's. Yep. It was a uh, like uh, Keys, like Florida Keys. Key West was kind of like the theme, which is funny because uh, Zach is from Miami. 
And we used to go there because my dad had what they called this transit media card. And it was a credit card that you would use to go to certain restaurants and you would get like 20% off, sometimes more. But it, And it was tied to one of your regular credit cards. But in that day, you had to actually present the actual transmedia card. So we go in to this restaurant, we're having a meal, and we're sitting up front, uh, and guess who walks by? My parents. <laughs> they're leaving, and their mom and dad are like, oh, hi. And so actually, I think that's not the first time. I, the first time I met them is when we went out to Long Island to your parents' house when they were out of, out of town, we were doing laundry at your parents' house and spending the weekend on Long Island, and your parents decided to come home a day early. Yes, I rem- I, I, I'm not sure which came that was first. first. The Long Island was first. Long Island was and first, and then we and then we bumped into them at the restaurant. Yes, interesting. So yeah, that was we used to. That wasn't the first time. Was that the first time we had gone to Long Island? That I, wasn't the first time we went to Long Island, but that was the first time that they came home. Yes, they were. They would go away for the weekend. I would come home, and with not you know no reason why not. And exactly, they caught us. You know, when I remember the story or tell people the story, it was funny. So they had theater tickets for Sunday. Yeah. So they ended up coming home on the Saturday. And what and how more, what a way to come out, even though I didn't, we were, I wasn't out at the time. We should share that with people as well. So, but it was like, there couldn't have been of a more obvious way of coming out then, uh, then them catching us together folding in the laundry. living room folding laundry, yeah, exactly. right? Like, you know, it wasn't like we were having sex. Sex on the stairs would have been uh, a more obvious way. Yeah. But this was even more, uh, maybe even more obvious, just doing like a little domesticated uh, fun chore together. And I remember your dad walking in. He was so charming. He goes, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Lee Friedman. I'm like, nice to meet you. And he was just... Just I just remember I like I liked him right away, and then I'm like, "Yep, we're 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 getting out of here." Uh, your mom was very friendly and nice and great, but I uh, I'm like, "We're not staying the night anymore. We're leaving." So <laughs> I think I was more than happy to say we could we could still stay. There's no reason to leave, but you were ready to go. I was definitely ready to go, and maybe it was because my parents were so matter of fact. At that point, maybe that's what made me comfortable at that time to say, hey, we could just stay. Uh, yeah. and uh, But Zach wasn't comfortable. I did, Zach's I wasn't like, com- we're, we're bugging out. So we left about a half hour later, picked up all of our laundry, fold, didn't even fold it probably, and threw it, and, and we were out. And then uh, I think a couple weeks later, that's whenever you got a call from your mom saying, Andrew, I need to ask you something. Yep. And that's when she asked me if I was gay. And well, I, I don't know. I don't even remember exactly how, but she did ask if I like boys or girls, and I told her. What did I tell her at that point? You both? said you, you said you liked both. But, yeah, but I like boys more. I think she asked me, "What do you like more?" Yeah, and um, so we had that discussion. She didn't tell my dad at that time, and but I did, and I, and uh, probably a cu- a month later or so, Zach was going to be in New York for the Christmas holiday, and I invited him to come to Christmas dinner? No. Uh, yes. No, no. I went to- the, You were, you I were at the, Jones at night. Well, did you come to both? I went to both. Okay. So we would do- So when we moved from Baltimore, when I was three years old, to New York, 
My father had two cousins who were his age, so I used to refer to them as my Aunt Joan and Aunt Linda. Aunt Linda would host Christmas brunch on Christmas morning, and Aunt Joan would host Christmas dinner. And so I invited Zach because he had nowhere to go. My parents had met them, met him, so no big deal. My cousins, you know, grew up in Manhattan. Everything was, you know, totally comfortable, peachy keen. And then my mother told, my dad must have asked some, my mother something when they were driving home to Long Island. And my mother told my dad. And he called me and told me how much he loved me and didn't matter. And uh, he was proud of me and, and all that. So very, very... Uh, very, very loving parents. And We're lucky. We are lucky. And, you know, when we start to think about, you know, being together for 25 years, that's a big part of it. Zach and I, I feel like you and I grew up with the same love and support, yeah. maybe expressed a little different way for each other, the importance of family, the, the benefits, I think, and obligations as well we have for our family. Yep. And so... We often, what is the phrase we often refer, what is the phrase we often refer to when we were doing something which we don't necessarily feel like doing, but we know we're going to do it. That's what family does. That's what family does, right? That's what my mother, that's from a quote from my mother where it comes from when they would go and when my sister would come into town, maybe they were, she and her uh, fiat fiance or husband at the time would be traveling in from somewhere and uh, maybe they would pick them up at the airport. So drive from our tent where we grew up in Long Island to, let's say, LaGuardia Airport and then drop my sister off and and her husband, Andy, in Manhattan where they lived. And I thought and I said, you know what? What do you do? It makes no sense. Just let them take a cab. Why should you do it? But that's what family does. Family picks up people from the airport. If you come and visit us, you'll get a ride from the airport if it's at all possible. Yeah. And because that's what you're supposed to do. And it's those times that are special, right? It's not just the times when you see people and you go out for dinner or like the planned events and things. It's those times of those everyday sort of things that when you spend time with family or friends are usually the most special and the most fun. And I think that's one of the reasons why, just because we both had family, our parents were together, or still think my parents were together from my father died, your parents are still together. And I think that just kind of like was ingrained in who we are as people. So completely. I mean, it's it's uh both of us having that love and support from them, but also the example that they gave to us about with, you know, being together a long time. My parents just celebrated uh, big anniversary. Two years. Yeah, I think it was sixty-two. Thanks, Zach. Um, and 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 also that we do things for family. And you know, we have we could tell many many stories about the things that we did for family, for Grandpa in Florida when we lived there, and he was living there, to seeing my cousins or letting people come and stay with us when they would need to. So uh, yeah, it's not we don't even or when there's a family event, right? It's not. There's no discussion, yeah. I would say, right? If we have a family event or, you know, or there's a holiday where everyone's gathering, there's no discussion. We're going to make sure we get there. And, you know, it's also another reason why we've lasted 25 years and I think other couples haven't. It's just because we were really good at communicating, even when we sometimes don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even when we're not good at communicating, 
we communicate well. So I agree with you. We eventually always will talk things through. Yep. We will never go to bed without saying good night and I love you. Yeah. Or there's been maybe one or two times I couldn't even tell you when they were, uh, if we were ma- if we were not happy with each other. Right. Zach tends to can sometimes want to Zach is the one who more needs to talk things through. Sometimes I, I think do. I just I just I think my feeling is I just need to we just need to give things a little bit of time and then we'll talk. Almost like we get we get very we can get very emotional and it's just not a good time uh, to talk. And really, it's not a big it's never a big thing. It's just maybe somebody was rubbed the wrong way. So just the best cure for that sort of uh, I wouldn't only even know if it's anger or just being hurt is just a little time for both people. Well, it hasn't always been a puppy dogs and rainbows, though, it for 25 years. Such, so. It's always been sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. Yeah, it definitely has. Um, I mean, we've gone through 17 moves together over 25 years. Sometimes it was moving from Manhattan to Brooklyn, then Brooklyn to another Brooklyn, to Florida, Atlanta, Philly, North Carolina, Boston, New York again. Yep, that's it. Switzerland, I mean, well, back to New York, yeah. Boston. I mean, it's just kind of crazy, all the moves that we... And if, and, Dallas. You know, oh, yeah, Dallas. And it's like if anybody can survive 17 moves together and still be together, they're meant to be together. Well, isn't so. that what your dad said after what? our fir- It was only our first move or something? Yeah. Or maybe it was our first... It was our first major move from New York to Florida. Florida, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we both... Well, that's another thing, right? We both have that sense of adventure. Yeah. That... We're together, and therefore, you know, does it where we're living at the time at least is not that big of a deal as long as we're together. And if we don't, and if we and we also know, right? If it's something that we don't, we both can survive with, if we're with each other. And if we end up deciding this isn't the place for us, then we can always pick up and do it again. So, I, and that's really been another hallmark of the relationship in the 25 years that sense of adventure and exploring new cities and meeting new people and all the various all the good travel we've done and that stuff, we've so. lived our, our our love for travel our love for exploring uh new foods and new places yeah. so there's lots of other reasons why we're together for 25 years one of them we'll talk about in a future episode about open relationships we are not in an open relationship and but other people are, other couples are, we're not judging them, but we'll kind of talk about that because we have some friends that uh, have not been successful in their open relationships and other ones that have. So we'll talk about that in a future episode. So thank you, Andy, for being here with my first episode. I uh, really appreciate it. It was my pleasure. Um, I can't wait to come back and talk about more things in the future. Well, you're definitely going to be back often, probably more than you want. So. <laughs> Well, so bye. be be sure to visit my website, everything and anything podcast.com. Uh, you can get this podcast on Amazon and Apple and Spotify, Stitcher and Pandora, any of your favorite podcast platforms. And uh, please join in for future podcasts and subscribe. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye.